welcome to today's Walk Around the Block, where we will be talking Twinkies and taking a deep dive into the open tabs on my phone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to today's Walk Around the Block. We've reached the stage of 2020 where, drum roll please, I have bought my first box of Twinkies in I don't even know how long. Yeah. So <laughs> I wasn't, okay, so this is what happened. So I was not even having a craving for Twinkies in particular, but I was doing my Target pickup order, otherwise known as the three times a week highlight of my week. And so I'm on the app and I don't know what came over me. I typed in hostess. I just typed it in. I typed in hostess on a whim in the little box. Hostess streets are sort of a nostalgic favorite for me. I, this is kind of like a random little fun fact. I grew up near a little hostess outlet store and every so often as a kid, we got to go there and pick out our own treat, which felt like an extraordinarily big deal. Very exciting event. Um, so my personal favorite hostess treat, um, if you just sit and think about like, what's your favorite, my personal favorite is nobody else's favorite, (laughs) but I am the one person on earth who really, really likes the snowballs. I tell people that and they're like the snow, wait, the snowballs. Is that the one with like the coconut and the marshmallow and the chocolate? Yep. That's exactly the one. Uh, I am basically the only person who would ever pick that. I like the cupcakes, you know, I like the ho-hos, but snowballs are my number one. One of the kids that I went to school with, um, I think his dad worked for Hostess and he came in, I want to say around like fourth grade and showed us how they make Twinkies. It is literally one of the lasting memories that I have of elementary school. It was like he gave me the keys to like one of the biggest mysteries in the whole wide world, like the secret to making Twinkies. Um, I just remember being very, very wowed by that. So, um, I typed in hostess and obviously brought up, it did not bring up snowballs. It brought up, uh, you know, the usual suspects and I saw the box of Twinkies and I just like, it was like click and go. It's like, I, I just didn't even, I didn't even think twice about it. I was like, this feels like a very like self care Friday sort of thing to do. I am going to give myself Twinkies. So I was very excited about this. I got the, you know, the notice that my order was ready and I went and picked up the Twinkies. It was a very big deal. I was like, oh, where's the bag with my Twinkies? I'm going to have my Twinkies. And um, so I had a Twinkie and I would say it was okay. It was okay. It did not really knock my socks off, unfortunately. Um, I feel like maybe I should have stuck them in the freezer. That's something I do with the snowballs sometimes. I mean, listen, I don't get, I I rarely get the snowballs. It's just when I do opt for a hostess treat, that's the one I want. Uh, and I stick them in the freezer and possibly the Twinkies would benefit from being in the freezer also. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Um, did it live up to my excitement and expectations? Probably not was it a, you know, pretty decent way to fill the afternoon in anticipation of my Twinkie? Yeah. I mean, sure. Why not? No, it was good. So 
I may try it again, but this time put them in the freezer. I will keep you posted on that, maybe. So, our main topic today. Did you know that if you have an iPhone, I don't know if this works on other smartphones or how it works or whatever, but so on your iPhone, you open up your Safari, all your little tabs that you browse around on. Um, In the lower right-hand corner, you have the option to open a new tab, right? Um, You click on that. Now, if you click on it and just hold it, I didn't know this. My my husband told me this and I was like, oh, if you hold the right-hand corner, it, if you just press on, even if it's open, if you just, if you just put your thumb there and press it for a second, it will tell you how many tabs you have open on your phone. So he told me this and I was like, oh boy. Okay. Let's, let me see. So, cause I know I will just start off by saying, I know I have too many tabs open on my phone. I know this, like it's, it's not very well organized. There's a lot of clutter. It's kind of the equivalent of, you know, walking into somebody's office and there's stuff all over the desk. Like that's kind of the situation when you look at all the tabs on my phone. I know that. So if I tell you that and I'm like, okay, so, um, you know, I admittedly, I think I probably have too many tabs open. You know, I Google recipes that I've Googled a hundred times before and somehow never, either never committed to memory or, you know, actually printed out. I leave articles open that, you know, maybe I want to read later or read again. Uh, I see something on sale and don't want to forget about it. Although, theoretically, I suppose if I forgot about it, that would arguably be a decent indicator. I probably don't need it in the first place or even really want it that much, but you never know, right? So all of those reasons are reasons I would like open a tab and kind of leave it there. So given all that, what would be your guess for how many tabs I have open on my phone? So if it were me, given that information, if I didn't know, I would aim high and I would probably guess like, let's say like 50. I feel like 50 would be like a good, high, but reasonable guess. So I did this to see, and uh, it was not 50. It was higher than 50. And whatever number you're now thinking of, it was probably higher than that. It was 165. 165. Okay. So every so often I will go through. So like, I know, I may not know the number, but like, I know that there's kind of an issue. So I will go through and delete a bunch of them and I feel super productive and super self-satisfied and proud of myself. And then I realize I probably deleted like 10 total. And you know, honestly, there's not that big of a difference between 155 tabs and 165 tabs, unfortunately, as much as I like to think so when I'm going through and quote unquote, cleaning up all my, all my tabs, um, it probably is not really doing that much. So, so taking a deeper dive into why I have this issue, let's see. So the biggest culprit by a long shot are recipes. 57 of my 165 tabs, uh, which is over just over a third for those keeping score at home, are either recipes or recipe related. Six of them are Instant Pot recipes, which I'm, I actually thought would be higher because, you know, obviously like you get the Instant Pot and then you're like, oh, what am I supposed to make in my Instant Pot besides like boiled eggs? 
So, of course, you know, I was always Googling Instant Pot recipes. I kept seeing the word smashed. Three of them are some variation of, of something smashed. So, smashed chickpea salad, which I probably will never make. Uh, smashed baby red potatoes. And smashed and loaded crispy potatoes, which I've actually made those. Although I adapted it slightly. But I've actually made those. And I will say, like, they're really good. It's probably not like the best recipe if you like to rush through things in life like I do because uh, you have to boil them then you have to like smash them you know with like and you probably if you're like me like burn yourself trying to smash them but it's fine it's it's what happens sometimes when you are in a rush and then you put them in the skillet so you have, there's like multiple steps you know but they are really good they're really really good and so the reason I have that left open is because it's a um It's a recipe on the basically section of Bon Appetit and they write them out kind of more like, like I wouldn't say conversational, but like less instructional. Like they have like a paragraph. It's like paragraph style. They have like a paragraph and then maybe like the gif or something, which is helpful, but like there's no simplified version that you can like print out and keep for later, which I'm sure is so that they can every time I want to go make my smashed and loaded crispy potatoes. I have to reload the recipe and stuff. Um, but it's, it is like, it's obviously like kind of a pain cause you can't print it. Like if you want to print it. So if you do want to print it, you literally have to like paste in lines at a time. Like you can't even just like copy the whole thing, select and then paste. It doesn't work out. So you have to like literally paste in lines at a time, kind of rewrite it yourself to like make it you know, so that it's not like three pages long. And, um, I did that one time with this really great spaghetti Pomodoro recipe and it made me crazy and I will not do it again. So that's the reason that one's open just on the off chance. I want to make it again. I have two chocolate cake recipes and two different green bean recipes that are basically the same thing. <laughs> like lemon and garlic. Um, and I have this garlic bread recipe as a constant open, even though I make it like once a week lately. And here's the thing. I don't even follow the recipe. I sometimes just need to be reminded of like a couple of the proportions, which by the way, I cut it down by a fourth anyway. So again, like what's the point? But I keep it open because the one time I closed the tab, I went to try to find it a couple of weeks later and like panicked that I had to go through the step of Googling it first <laughs> because, you know, of course I'm going through 165 tabs. Although I will say as a quick aside, I do kind of like remember where in the long scroll something is like if it's in the middle or the top or the bottom but you know the point is I went through looking for it once didn't find it had to google it and and I was like oh my gosh I have to make sure keep it on here readily accessible and this one is one that I actually really could write down in about two minutes um but I just haven't done it yet so the real recipe is on the modern proper, which I actually think is my very favorite recipe site there. You know, I go to the, a lot of the ones, um, you know, kind of have them pseudo bookmarked some of the really popular ones that are all really good, you know, but I would say the modern proper is my go-to if I want something that I will actually make for dinner that is realistic on time and ingredients and skill, I guess, skill level. Um, some of it's really, really simple, which is exactly why I like it. Like there's this creamy tomato pasta that's like, I don't know, four or five ingredients or something. And it's so good. It's so easy. Um, 
so anyway, so they have this great garlic bread recipe and I don't make it. I don't make the recipe itself. The recipe calls for actual garlic, like minced garlic and then garlic powder also. And I don't do the actual garlic. I just do. So the two things that it has, there's two keys in my opinion. The one is the the garlic powder. And then the other thing that I don't know why I've never like occurred to me before. Usually I would make like, you know, just spread the butter and then maybe, um, maybe include some garlic or something and then, uh, sprinkle some Parmesan cheese on the top and throw it under the broiler or something. And the thing that they do is they, you know, you soften the butter and then you mix in some of the grated Parmesan into the butter. Then, you know, a little bit of garlic powder, which I can never remember how much. That's why I keep it open. A little bit of salt and then spread that and then just top it off with a tiny bit of, um, extra grated Parmesan. And it's so good. It's really, 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 really so good. So I keep it open for that reason. I have, so I have a lot of recipes, a lot of recipes. I would say the majority of them I have not made. Um, it's basically the equivalent. So I used to, when I saw a recipe that I really liked or that I thought I would really like, I would print it out and put it in a drawer in my kitchen. And I'm sure you can guess what happened from there. The drawer in my kitchen got full of a bunch of papers that would fold up on each other and then you couldn't even open the drawer after a while. And spoiler alert, I never made any of the recipes. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to, when I see something, I'll just leave the tab open on my phone and then I'll see it when I'm scrolling through my phone or, you know, or if I'm like doing my grocery list or something, I'll go run through the tabs on my phone and see if something jumps out. So is it a better system? I don't know if it's a better system or not, but I have made at least a few more of the things. So I have a lot. There's a lot devoted to recipes. Um, I also have an article open listing the 15 best under eye concealers of 2019. Uh, finding the best under eye concealer has basically been my mission in life since I was 13 years old, and I don't see it ending anytime soon with or without the best 15 under eye concealers of 2019. <laughs> Um, but you cannot blame a girl for trying. So I leave it open and whenever I run out, I pop open the list and see if anything, you know, kind of grabs me, which usually it does not, but you never know. I also have another article ranking the 25 best red lipsticks of all time, which is really comical considering I will probably not be wearing lipstick again until like 2022 just kidding, except like not. I got a little excited one of the first times I left the house. And so like actually left the house to like get out of my car. And I put on like a little lip pencil, like I put on makeup. I was like, I'm going to put on makeup, like actual makeup. And, um, I put on like this little lip pencil, like a lip crayon thing or whatever. And the whole thing I put on my mask and then I took it off for some reason, like in my car for something. And I mean, literally within two minutes, the whole thing was like smeared on the inside of my mask. And it's like, what's, why did I just do that? (laughs) Like even lip balm, if I'm going to be out of the house, I'm like, what's the point? It's just going to make me feel like I have to wash the mask instead of, because of course my system is like, oh, I'll just keep a mask in the car and then I'll keep this just in case, you know, and it's like hanging on like the inside door handle so I can just grab it and put it on. And I try to remember to bring it in and throw it in the wash, you know, fairly often. But of course, if I have disgusting lip balm or anything on the inside, I'm not going to be able to let it hang on the car handle for very long. 
So the 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 twenty five best red lipsticks of all time, not really going to be in use in any, anytime soon. Uh, what else? My brother moved last month, and I have the Zillow listing for his new house open. First of all, obviously I had it open because I was look, looking at the pictures and stuff. But now I keep it there open because I don't want to forget his new address. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Right? That I could write it down. Never mind that I could. Like even just take a screenshot of it. Never mind that I could actually just ask him. It's easier to just open my phone and page through the other six one hundred and sixty four tabs to find it. Like how often am I even am I even sending him anything anyway? Like maybe every couple, maybe every few months, maybe. It's like, but somehow I just still have the Zillow listing. I also, by the way, have one of the listings for my house open, even though I've lived in my house for quite some time, clearly know my address, the layout, the square footage, etc. I'm not sure why I have that open. I have a few for like, you know, as I see like a dress that might look cute or at this point, like a pair of joggers that might look cute or some shoes or flip-flops or boots, something like that. that got good reviews, um, things like that. And then a couple with like yoga stretches. But the second biggest category, I guess you could call it, that I have of open tabs besides the recipes are articles. Some of them I'll open so I don't forget about them. Like this one, my husband sent to me. I, I'm not sure why. Just kidding. I totally know why. Uh, it's called doom scrolling is slowly eroding your mental health. I'm like, hmm, it's a little close to home. Let me come back to that. So it's open. So I don't forget about it. Uh, most of them though are articles that make me feel vindicated in some way. Like the one that was headlined, what happens if you find cameras in your Airbnb? And I was like, so I was like, how is no one more concerned about this? How is no one talking about this? Am I the only one that like watches the news, reads the news, reads People Magazine? Like, it's not like I have this big thing against Airbnbs or anything. Like, I've stayed in one. And if I had to travel right now, I'd probably rather stay in an Airbnb than a hotel. But it's kind of like the principle of it. Like, how many law and orders do we have? like in this world and nobody else has thought about this? Like, am I the only person who thinks this is, could be an issue? So one day I Googled it and I found this great and frankly, a little terrifying article. And I think it just like made me feel like affirmation. So I leave it there. And then like, if it'll ever, if it ever comes up in conversation, I can be like, here, I read this article. Anyway, some of the articles uh, are aspirational, like this one from Real Simple headlined the best kept secrets of luxury bathrooms. I spent two days ago, I spent a soul sucking afternoon, soul sucking. I do not use that term lately. It was soul sucking. Like I literally, I was, I, I, maybe I was just having a bad day. I was determined to be miserable the whole time I was doing it too. Like usually I'll listen to like podcasts or put on some music. And I was like, I'm going to sit here in silence, bathing in my complete annoyance and irritation and misery cleaning this bathroom. But it is really, really clean now. So, uh, this week right now, uh, that is my definition of luxury. But, you know, it kind of feels like something that um, would be nice to keep around just in case like I ever pull it together and and 
advance to another level other than just like basic cleanliness that maybe someday I could implement some of the best kept secrets of a luxury bathroom. Or I could just leave it on my phone to gather dust with some of the other tens and tens and (laughs) tens of unopened tabs. Anyway, so, but then there are others that, other articles that I have on my phone. And by the way, I do know that, um, that there is an easier way, a better way, probably, maybe not easier, but a better way to uh, earmark and bookmark something to read later. But I don't do that. So I have these articles and there are others that I just, I just like the way they reflect like something in the world. So I keep them in case I want to read them again. So one of those um, was called Single and Surrounded by a Wall of Men. So this was an essay in the New York Times. So this woman, she spent her 20s um, trying to make it as a musician. It didn't work out. So she decided to go to law school and she went to a really good law school, which also cost a really big amount of money. So she had to work this crazy job to pay off her debt at a law firm. And um, at this firm, she shared an office with this guy, Daniel, and they were like never interested in each other, but they became really good friends and kind of bonded over the fact that they both hated the firm's weekly happy hour. Cause it was just like super, just the whole like awkwardness of having to go be somewhere in a room and, and talk to their coworkers and make small talk and stuff. They're just like, oh, just makes, you know, makes them feel super uncomfortable. So they would, you know, hide out in their office together and pretend they had too much work to do and stuff and, and kind of hide out. So eventually Daniel leaves the firm and she stays two more years till her school loans are paid off. And then she bolts for a more laid back legal job. So she's 37 and she kind of like assesses things and you know, now that things are a little bit more sane and stuff with her job, she's like, you know, maybe I should try to meet someone. So she goes to this like singles mixer and it's a total disaster, like a disaster. Like she goes in and she's, it's just a disaster. So she leaves and she sends her friend Daniel since she's, he's the one that she would commiserate with about stuff like this. She sends him this email and she's like, I went to this thing and it was like a complete disaster. So he replies and he's like, Hey, it looks like they have another one next month. You know, you should go to that one too. And she's like, ah, you know, you're so funny. Um, and basically it's just like, all right, that's fine. (laughs) Like, let's just move on. Um, so several weeks later, it's a Friday afternoon and she's sitting at her desk at work and decides to clean out her email. And she finds the email from Daniel that was like, oh, they've got another one next month. And it just so happened to be that night at six o'clock. So, you know, there's no time to like go get ready and stuff. She's sitting there in like jeans and a flannel shirt, but she's like, who cares? I'll just, I'll just go. Like, and if I want to leave, I'll just leave, you know, maybe I'll find someone to talk to but if I don't, it's fine. So she goes and she's talking to people. She's trying to make an effort and talk to people, but it's just like really just like dead end after dead end. It's like kind of awful. It's not clicking. She's putting her foot in her mouth. So she finally just like gives up and goes and locks herself in a bathroom stall. She's like, I am just going to stay here in the stall until the coast is clear. And then I'm out. So she's sitting in there and there's people that's coming in and they're, you know, like the sinks going and they're coming in and they're chatting and they're fixing their makeup and they're doing whatever people do. And she's just sitting in there like, look, you know, checking the clock. Like, can I go yet? Can I go yet? Right. So she finally thinks like the coast is clear. It's all good. And she walks out. So it was kind of the thing where like they would mingle and then kind of like a 
mix between like a, a like a mingle thing, like a I don't know what, like a meet and greet kind of thing, and then um like speed dating where you could like write down people's little ID numbers and then they would match people up later if they both put each other down. So they were kind of in the mingle portion, which she bailed out of. And so she thinks it's done and she walks out and it's no, it's still going. There's still some people hanging out and this guy comes up to her and they have kind of like a conversation that's not like, it's okay, but it's, it's like not great. And then they all sit down and, and she actually ends up matching with this guy, um, that she talked to last. And so they decide to arrange to go hang out, go to dinner. And she like gets all dressed up. You know, she's like, I'm really going to, you know, try and stuff. And, um, they're at dinner and she says to him, you know, would you have put my number down if you had just seen me? Like, I don't know, I guess it's just like banter or whatever. She's like, would you have put my number down? Like if we hadn't talked and, and he was like, no, I wouldn't have, like, I would have to talk to somebody first. And then he says, you know, it was like really hard to get over to talk to you that night. And in her head, she's like, yeah, because I was hiding in the bathroom. And he goes on and he's like, you, yeah, I mean, you were surrounded by all these men. And in her head, she's like, you are delusional. And he's like, yeah, I, it was like, I had to get through all this wall of men. And finally, she's like, I can't let this go on anymore. She's like, no, no, you did not. Like, you didn't. I know this. And he's like, no, I did. And she's like, no, I was hiding in the bathroom. And he's like, no, you were surrounded by a wall of men. And so anyway, they end up going on a second date. And then two years later, they got married. And then they had, after that, twin boys. And she was telling the story more than a decade later. So she ends the essay by saying, when I asked myself how I managed to get so lucky, I think, because my life in music didn't work out. Because I went to an expensive law school, even though I had no money. Because I needed a well-paying job. Because the law firm assigned me Daniel as an office mate. Because Daniel sent me that email reminder. But most crucial, I think, is that I stopped hiding in the bathroom before it was too late. And I think that I saved that in my phone because I love that idea that she stopped hiding in the bathroom before it was too late. Like, no matter how self-aware we think we are, we're always the worst, right, at how we view ourselves. But if we stay hiding in the bathroom, we'll never know what might happen. So on that note, that's it for today's Walk Around the Block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at walktheblockpod or subscribe on Apple Podcasts where you could also leave a review if you feel so inclined. And I will see you next week.